Welcome to The Point Podcast. At The Point, we point high school students to Jesus because we believe that Jesus is better than anything else that this world has to offer. We hope that this podcast is an encouragement to you in your walk with Christ, but that it does not replace the time you're already spending with the Lord. Thanks so much for listening, and here's our awesome high school youth pastor, my husband, Justin Kinley. So if you made it to the final episode of The Solas, uh, I hope you have an extra blessed week. Um, It's clear that you love Jesus more, and I'm just totally joking right now. But remember, the five solas that we're saved by grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone, according to the scriptures alone, and to the glory of God alone. And so I hope that it's been an encouragement to you. And today, as we round off the last episode, with we are saved to the glory of God alone. So just want to give one more shout out. Thank you to Eli and Steve for helping us out with this. Uh, It was so fun recording these with them. And I'd encourage you to go watch them on YouTube if you want to see three guys talking about it um, or just continue to listen to the podcast. But man, thank you so much for checking this out. And I pray that you're encouraged by the fact that we were saved to the glory of God alone. Every knee shall bow. Every tongue confess. Jesus is Lord. Fake laugh on three. One, two, three. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, we are back, ladies and gents, for uh, the final. I had a joke pop in my head. I'll tell you after we stop recording. Uh, (laughs) Now they want to know what the joke is. Nah, Never mind. Okay. okay. <laughs> Whatever. We're good. Anyway, we are back for the final, final episode of uh, this talk on the five souls. I've enjoyed this. Me too, man. Steve, I'm sorry I roped you into doing this. This is uh, everything you roped me into doing. I actually find out I enjoy the ropes. It's all good. You enjoy it. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Uh, Eli, I'm kind of glad you came. Uh, so the five souls, <laughs> the five souls we've been talking through of the Reformation are. Uh, I'm just kidding. It's been a lot shorter if I hadn't come. <laughs> it would have been. It would have been. Great. We didn't figure out something to talk about. Moving on. But anyway, it's uh, by grace alone, <laughs> through faith alone, in Christ alone, <laughs> according to the Scriptures alone, and to the glory of God alone. And so it. today, uh, this final episode or whatever, we are talking about this idea of all of this. And when I say all of this. Mm. I, I'm, I'm kind of meaning all of this, like creation, redemption, the world, like all of this being to the glory of God alone. And so as we were talking before, and I think it is a good thing to talk about glory and what that looks like and what that is. And so you were talking about manifestation of your glory in your room, like things you would do to show off. Like, yeah, well, how that, would you show that, off your glory? Okay, that know? wasn't me. Yeah, that wasn't me. That was uh, a yeah, so, Mackey. Tim Mackey, yeah, he's, he's Bible Project guy. Bible yes. Project's awesome. Um he he talks about That's glory, um, essentially meaning like biblically in the Bible. Essentially, it has to do with like some kind of physical <laughs> representation of who you are and what you're what you're great for, what you've accomplished, like these sorts of things. Like you know, like a king might display his glory in his throne in this big, huge chair, and it's made of gold, and that means he's really wealthy. You know, it's just like a physical picture of his wealth and his power. Mm-hmm. And so, like, he, you know, Tim Maggie talks about how, like, you go in his room, and there'd be all these posters and stuff and all these sorts of things. Like, you know, if you're a hunter, what would be in your room? you've got deer, you got deer hanging got some, on the wall. I got wall. some deer heads, baby. And so, like, I yeah. I got some deer heads up Yeah, there. and so, like, Sorry, but, like, Peter. if I, yeah, so if I walk into your room, I know something about you. I know that you are an accomplished hunter. Better so, than you. Yes. Yeah, so you know, I still have my my. I've still killed a bit the biggest deer in the room. So yeah. let's just throw that out there. He's got that. He's yeah, got I've got, got yeah, it. I've got a monster in there. But anyway, so 
Um, but yeah, but so that 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 but that tells me something. It's not just like oh, Justin is great and it's really ambiguous. It, it's like this is why he's great, right. um, and it shows me that. And it, and it's meant to sort of you know, if you put a deer on your wall, it's meant to show off. Like you know yeah. that that's what it is. You know, it is in a sense glorifying yourself. I'm not saying that it's wrong to have deer on your wall. I'm just saying that or your but, abilities, yeah, right. But that is what it is. So when we talk about God's glory. Um, we're talking about God revealing himself in some way, doing something that shows who he is and what he's like in a visible mm-hmm. way to mm-hmm. us. Yeah. Um, and so I, there's so many passages we can and, talk about. And, and yeah. I, think, I think when I think through the idea of glory in Scripture, I think rea- the reality is there is a weightiness yeah. mm-hmm. that comes from glory. Mm-hmm. Like, and you think... If you're ever in the presence of someone you respect mightily, there is a reverence. You're almost watching your mouth. You're you're watching your actions. You won't, don't want to look goofy yeah. because. And, but the thing is, and how you, and it feels like being in your presence feels, huh? It's constraining me. Yeah. And there's a there's a, you know what I mean. So it's like all of that stuff is wrapped up in God's glory, and so He is He is ultimately glorified. Yeah. Which ultimate, which means we should, there should be a feeling of, <gasps> yeah, reverence in and I, that. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm sure, you, I'm sure that you, you're probably referencing this, but like the Hebrew word for glory actually means weight. weight. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it means heaviness. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it does. Yeah, and I think too, in, in thinking about the the Reformation stuff, and y'all tell me if I'm going in the wrong direction here, but the church would have, the Roman Catholic Church, universal church, would have been receiving a ton of glory. In his time. It's true. Yeah. When you, like the, the church would have been, the leaders of the church would have been. So <laughs> you sit there and you look, which that never happens today. Yeah. No. Never. You know what I'm saying? And that's never happened. But seriously, and I, but, but that's happening. You yeah. Know, we'll probably get into that a little bit at the end. But that's happening. And so when you look back at the Reformation and the mm. truths that came out is, is man, the glory does not belong to the church yeah. or its leaders. Which is why Luther can stand in the presence of everyone the church would say was powerful and mighty. And they would say holds his life in their hand. And he can say, uh, it's scripture alone. Mm -hmm. It's not you. Yeah. Why? Because it's to the glory of God alone, guys, not to your glory. Yeah. So I'm, I don't fear you because I fear God. Yeah. I don't have to fear you. Listen I can... it in, and it's in is it 1 Peter chapter 2 or chapter 3 when he's talking about honoring the emperor. And I love how he says, fear God, honor the emperor. <laughs> he doesn't say honor God, fear, fear the, the emperor. emperor. He That's says, right. no, 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 you mm-hmm. honor the emperor, you fear God. I'll tell you a little tangent That's about right. it. That's cool. Yeah, um, no, yeah I, and I was going to say, like, with the Catholic Church, I do think, is, and I just want to keep throwing this nuance out there, they, no one would have just said no. somebody gets the glory besides God. They right. would say, you know, God, no, God gets this the glory. This is how we glorify God. Alone. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Um, but what, what the reformers were pointing out was that by their actions, mm-hmm. it was implied that somebody else was getting the glory. And I feel like we've said this for like the last three ones now yeah. or, or so. And to me, again, cautionary tale here. We need to be careful because sometimes we can say the right doctrines, but our lives and our actions, the that's way right. that we live or do church, actually implies something that's completely wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we, we have to be careful of that. Yeah. Right, I got right. to not to not to jump to the application section as if we have an application section. It's all application. But I'm thinking just practically, like for our students, especially here at main campus, like for yesterday, right? We're filming this on a Monday, is you know, preacher Mike didn't preach yesterday. Mm-hmm. Good point. You know, and so is there a part of me that walks in 
and I see that he's not getting up on stage, and am I let down by that? Wow, am I like, man, we're not going to receive as good of a word today? Like, is wow. that is that hitting my head, or is that because that what that should do is if that was my thought, and and I'm not going to lie to you, I felt that way. Mm-hmm. I went to a I went to Summit Church a while back uh, when I was in high school. JD Grew is the pastor. This before he was president of SBC mm-hmm. or anything, and uh, Derwin Gray was the guest preacher there, and I was bummed because I, because yeah. I went. For now, I didn't. I didn't think in my head I was going for JD. Right, right, right. But when a guest preacher walked up, I was like, "Well, dang, man, I came for." You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And it's, but I think that's something we have to evaluate. It's true. Is is we say we're doing it for God's glory, but are we all the time? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I get what you're. To, yeah, mm-hmm. the the song "Cult of Personality" is like playing in my head right Cult now. Of <laughs> yeah, good song. Sorry, don't but that. but that's what yeah, and, and that's the thing. Like what what they were pointing out and what they saw is that in the Catholic Church. You have people going around and they're paying homage to all of these old saints. To the, you know, you got to kiss the ring of the Pope. You've got to, you know, pray to the saints. You've, you're going to go and you're going to just pay to see these relics, and it's going to bless you if you right, just right. to just to see these things. Um, and and really, what they're looking at is like, well, you may not intend to do this, but what's practically happening is that people are starting to worship people, yeah. other oh, people. Yes. Yeah, they're worshiping. Right. They are worshiping. The Pope, they're giving right. glory to the Pope. They're giving right. it to saints and right. all these sorts of things. And so, in a sense, they're mm. they're robbing God right. of His glory. Yeah. Um, right. And and, and, yeah. by, and by doing that, it reminds me of even in the Old Testament when it's we're, we in doing that try to pull God into our image. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. And don't do that. Mm. Absolutely. You can't even begin to explain. In touch, in real, and basically, God's like, no, 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 don't do that, mm-hmm. because God is glory, <laughs> glorious. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, by what we do is we we tend to make the mistake by trying to say, well, God is like my buddy, or, and what we do is we, you can't. And here's the thing, guys, no matter what we do, you cannot steal God's glory. Yeah, you cannot touch yeah. and damage. God's glory. Yeah, <laughs> that's he's good glorious. point. Yes, yeah. yes. Just because we screw it up doesn't change yeah. him at all. Yeah, right, right. But what's crazy is we tend to try to pull it down so that we can manage his glory mm-hmm. in Fair our enough. own yeah. thinking. Mm-hmm. Like my, he's my buddy. He gives me. He listens. He, you know, I can yell at him, and I was like, "Who do you think he is?" Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. But you see what I'm saying. And so he is glorious. Mm-hmm. We kind of miss it sometimes. With how we try to explain that yeah. glory, though. Abby, yeah. you, you talk about God not being cheated out of His glory, and my I love the Book of Daniel, and two of the most incredible just explanations of who God is is in Daniel six and in Daniel four, and both of them are given by pagan kings. I love it. Nebuchadnezzar <laughs> does it, and Darius does it, Boom. and it's this incredible exaltation of who God is, mm. and they're in exile, mm-hmm. and yet God says, "Bro, you don't need to be in Jerusalem for me to get glory. I'm gonna Absolutely. get it in Babylon, and I'm gonna Boom. get it where I'm at." You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, and I would I would say too. Now, I, I, maybe I don't need to clarify this, but I would. Is there is a line too of I want to I, I love our pre- our pastor. I love him. You know what I'm saying? And we should honor. Shout out, preacher Mike. We love you. We love you, man. And yeah, I, show I think, honor to each other. Yeah, you yes, exactly. show honor, absolutely. And you can because God's glorious. Yeah, yeah. And, you, and, and because you your neighbor is made in the image of oh, God. Oh, love that. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, and I, I think, you know, I think you honor those. I mean, I, I hope I hope your middle school students love hearing you preach. I hope they mm. do. And and I hope our high schools love hearing me preach. But when a guest preacher's in there, bro, I want them to be just as excited yeah. and honoring them. Yeah. So, you know? um, and so here's what I think is cool, and I'm excited to talk about this for a second as we talk about God's glory, because I think the crazy thing about God and his word, and this this is – it makes me excited to even think about talking about it. 
but God's glory is manifested and shown in ways that I don't think we typically expect glory uh, to be yeah. manifested and shown. Mm. And I think, and you know, I think one just to go ahead and clarify it before we even really dive into it, man. When He returns, when Jesus returns and creates a new heaven, a new earth, it's gonna be stinking glorious, man. I'm assuming, I mean, I'm assuming so. I mean, it's going to be. I that's mean, the I, impression I, I get. That's the impression. <laughs> Revelation <laughs> seems to be pretty clear. It's, it's going to be glorious. But how he, I think it's you that said this before the camera's rolling, but how he achieves that and accomplishes that is seemingly in a inglorious way. Mm. Is that fair to say? Okay. I guess, I guess like, yeah, like, from the foresight of it, when you're first looking at it, now looking back on it, it's glorious. But looking at it originally, it's like, man, what's happening here? It's like, yeah, and well, like, think about the Gospels. It's like people are going around, like, hey, there's this guy, and he's claiming to be the Messiah. Really, who is him? Yeah, like you know, like you know, <laughs> like, not what, what I what good I comes got, from Nazareth, man. Yeah, what, what what good comes? Yeah, and that is the craziest thing that Jesus is the radiance of God's glory. What does Jesus do? Jesus humbles himself from the glories of heaven yeah, and so is cool. born, mm. um, and is born as a person, lives a humble, meager life, In a manger. Yeah, like from man. from, a, a from a from a. I mean, he he's literally from the like. People made fun of where he's from. That's sort of that's like, right, yeah, yeah. That's like, what that's what that Nazareth. He's from a no from. name. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's from a no name town. Nothing good ever comes out of there, um, and and he he ends his life by going on a cross and dying as a criminal, right? Mm-hmm. Like brutally, brutally executed, and somehow that's God's glory. And how how much of a different image of that? Like in. I know that we're picking on them a lot, but like if you think about what people would have seen, like in Luther's time, they're selling these indulgences to to build St. Peter's Basilica, which had been under construction for hundreds of years. Right. This massive, huge, grand cathedral, and the Pope dresses like a king, and he wears mm-hmm. a ring, and there's Sits all this throne. glory and splendor and all this sort of thing. How does God show His glory? Humbling Himself to the point of death on a cross. Right. Like, what kind of glory is that? And if that's a representation of what he is like, what kind of God is this that we're serving? Like, this is so different from any human glory. Because when you look in Scripture, you do see a a magnificent display Mm -hmm. of his splendor in living color. Oh, absolutely. And then the same glory is on a cross. Absolutely. It It is his glory... And it is multifaceted, mm-hmm. and he gives us glimpses. It's not just it's not just the king splendor. Why, why, why? It's also cross, blood, yeah. Yeah. death. Mm-hmm. You know, homeless. Yeah. yeah, it's all of this, which basically says, to his glory, it is for all mankind. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because yeah. think about this: uh, in the time of the Reformation, there was probably a lot of folks who said, "I could never," because I can't. That's not me. I'm not as learned as you. I don't know as much as you. I can't. I don't have enough money to dress like you. I'm. I'm just a poor person. And Jesus is like, do read your Bible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God's glory is displayed it's in all you. of. This. Yeah. <laughs> and that it. man, isn't that crazy? Because like, man, if a king wants to be big and powerful, then he shows that by kicking butt. Right. Oh. Yeah. And he does that. Right. And, but Jesus, our King, lets his butt get kicked mm-hmm. for us. That's he exactly lays down right. his life for somebody else. That is so topsy turvy, and at the end, you know, you read you read the end of the book, you know, you get to Revelation, and Jesus is high and exalted right. and beautiful, and there's glory and splendor, and and yeah. it, and it's wonderful. But how does he achieve? That? He didn't achieve that by showing up and and just 
you, you know, he came and he went to a cross. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. At least that's what's initiated. And, and again, right. we get to Revelation, and you know that, you know, he he does come as a conquering king right. in the end. But he, but the beginning of it all was through his humility. Mm-hmm. And to me, that is just like what what this is so different from anything else mm. out there. Yeah. Well, because then, uh, and I I might need to think this through more, but because salvation is found in Christ. Mm-hmm. What, what we're saying is he, in Christ, the Son of God, God is all of that and has always been all of that for all time. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. It, and it's not so, and what we see is the effects of his glory, but he, he has always been that. Oh, yeah. Even on the cross, he was still splendor radiant king. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. As he returns, he's not putting, it's not something he's going to be. It's something he's always yes. been. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Something he's always been. Mm-hmm. And uh, which to me is just that's so glorious mm-hmm. is to think about he, <laughs> he has always been king. Yeah. So crazy. Yeah. And that to me, a, a great, a great point of application. So we're tying all these loose mm-hmm. threads together is I think that that should advise us as to how we live and how we glorify God. Mm -hmm. Because I think that the way that we glorify God is not by being as splendorous and spectacular as we can and and building these great, big, huge buildings and all these sorts of things. Mm -hmm. It's in humbly serving other people. Mm -hmm. That is the best way for us to glorify God. Yeah. Yeah. And I would just say, just to finish off this and read, uh, this is Revelation 21, 23. And Revelation 22, 11 talks about, you know, just the glory of God. And I love what it says in 21. It says, In the city, come out the new heaven and new earth. It has no need of sun or moon to shine on it, for the glory of God gives it its light. I love it. And its lamp is the Lamb. And Revelation 22, 11 says that the new city will be arrayed with the glory of God. That, man, the glory of God will literally decorate the new Jerusalem, which is yeah. just. I mean, and, I get, a, and we get, I get a glimpse of this because as we talk about who God is, and revealed in Christ, it's not a it's not a physical manifestation, but I light up inside. Yeah, yeah. I mean it. Tink, it's I'm thinking, oh my goodness, mm-hmm. just the realization of who He is, and being and worshiping Him, and letting that be the thrill of your heart, dude. It, the only thing is just it, it makes you it, it lights you up. It bothers me so so much that we can sit here and we can talk about this and there are supposed Christians who are bored by that. That makes me yeah. crazy. Like I, I don't see, like you must have just like either a pitiful imagination <laughs> or you're not really saved. Like, As, yeah. Because, yeah. Like, you know, yeah, like, right, because yeah. like, how is that not like you, like that is the kind of thought, like you need to spend the rest of your life thinking about that and trying yeah. to comprehend that. Like it, like to so me, beautiful. That is just such a, like, God is absolutely captivating. Yes. And I don't yes. see how you can't just, like, just want to stare at it, yeah. you know, and, like, and just, and yes. just yes, and try to understand yeah. what it so, is that you're seeing. Yeah. So captivating that throughout all eternity, we will never grasp it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We will just be in its presence, yeah. but we will continually be captivated by, wow, mm-hmm. something new, something new. And that is the fuel of heaven. Yeah. That's the fuel of new heaven. It's like forever. 
I love, I talked, last night I spoke on 1 Corinthians 13, and I love where Paul talks about how right, right now we see through, you know, yes. through in us in a mirror, but then we'll see face to face, and we'll know fully as we have been known. Uh-huh. And he's talking, and this is at the end of the passage on love, because all these other things that we do are going to, like prophecy and mm-hmm. preaching, all these things are going to pass away. They're going to go away. But love will never go away because we will never stop loving God for eternity. Yes. You will go on loving God forever and ever and ever again. And like all these things, <laughs> where Russell, and this is where the shadow illustration is like when we're reading the word and we're like digging into it, it's like we're looking at God's shadow. And we can see his outline. And we can see that it's beautiful. But one day face we're going to, to see face. the thing itself. Oh, my goodness. And like what, and, and, and everything that you thought you knew is just going to be blown out of the and water. Oh, this is so, so much better than it's, I even thought. Yeah. Yeah. And that is we something get that ought to, we get glimpses. We get glimpses. And I, and I think to myself, how glorious is it that his plan, obviously, that would fuel that excitement and that wonder is he, sin entered the world. Mm-hmm. We were dead in sin. His grace made us alive. Yes. And we're like, holy moly. Yeah. So it's almost takes you back to the thing is like, you almost be like, Lord, thank you for letting me see my wretchedness because now I can see how glorious you are. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, you know, as opposed to, you know, I never had to sin. I was good. I never did. God kept me from sinning. Well, no, it's like I will bless you with the poop so that you can realize how wonderful it is yeah. when I take it away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, man, man. That's what I tell you. I mean, I, I think uh, we read the Great Commission at the end of every Wednesday night for us, and it's oh, kind of like so a creed-type thing, you know. I tell you, a creed-type thing that would be daily just a great thing is literally if, if you woke up saying every single day, man, just a reminder, man, I'm saved by grace alone, through faith alone, yes. in Christ alone, man, according to Scripture, scripture alone, and that's all to the glory of God alone. And what an awesome thing to remind yourself thing. of daily, you that's know. Right. Yes. And obviously that's, that's not Scripture, you know what I'm saying? Obviously that phrase is not yes. a Bible verse. But, man, the truths of God's word that are just rich in that are absolutely incredible. So, um, Good work. Yeah, I don't know. So, man, these will be up. And then go back and listen to them. That's watch right. them as much as you want. Critique them. Um, discuss yeah, them. Tell us where we were <laughs> Let's wrong. Let's have tell theological debates on Facebook. <laughs> sounds like a plan to me. <laughs> <laughs> Let's comment as much as we can. I, I love it. Say, I love wait, it. None of the kids are on so, Facebook, so I never mind. So, Justin, thanks it. for pulling well, us together, man. I love you guys. Love I you, really too, man. I appreciate it. I really do. And we love you, too. Love you. We do. Whoever, the two people that are watching. Whoever, that's right. Yes. <laughs> Our parents mom. and <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. Thanks so much for listening. The Point is a ministry of First Baptist Church Indian Trail for high school students. We offer life groups every Sunday morning at 8, 9.30, and 11 o'clock. And we meet on Wednesday nights at 6.15. For more information, you can go to our church's website at fbcit.org.